You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of the Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Morris Kilver. Susie Hunt. And we have a special guest joining us today. Hello, I'm Sam. Sam, you're finally on the show with us. Thank you for joining us. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but we are here continuing our month of Wrong Place, Wrong Time movies with episode 186, Terrifier, from 2016. Uh, it's an hour and 25 minutes, directed by Damien Leone. Uh, he also directed All Hallows' Eve, Frankenstein vs. the Mummy, and Terrifier 2. Uh, cast is pretty small on this one. Like, there's a lot of people who have, like, a, you know, a, a scene. But the main players, we have uh, Tara, played by Jenna Canal. She was in Drop Dead Diva, The Vampire Diaries, The Bye Bye Man, which, oof, that's a bad movie. Um, and NCIS, WandaVision, Terrifier 2, and most recently, Renfield. Then we have Victoria, played by Samantha Scafaldi. Uh, she was in Demon Hole, which just sounds funny. Payback and <laughs> Terrifier 2. Um, of course, we have uh, Art the Clown, played by David Howard Thornton. Uh, he was in Gotham, The Dark Offerings, Terrifier 2, and The Mean One, and Bupkiss, most recently. And last but not least, we have Dawn, played by Catherine Cochran. She was in Return to Newcomb High 1 and 2, Chuck, and Terrifier 2. She has one of the most horrific death scenes I've ever seen in a slasher movie. So, uh, yeah, let's go around the table and see what everyone thinks about this film. Sam, as you're our guest, it's customer. We start with you. What are your thoughts? Uh, as a gore hound, this film was amazing. Like the special effects, the gags, the blood, the gore, mm-hmm. like it, it was great. Like very entertaining. I I freaking love it. <laughs> uh, Susie, I know you're uh, you got a little thing where you don't like clowns. How do you feel about this movie? Oh, when this movie first came out and it was on Netflix, I couldn't even watch it past like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I I persevered. I watched it again. This movie is fantastic. Art the clown is so unhinged. Yeah. And just, like, laughing, but no sound. Like, he doesn't really make any sound, like, the entire movie, even, like, walking. Yeah, he's just, like, yeah, an evil the, mind. Sh- yeah, the only time you hear him is when he's like, shh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love it. Maurice, what about what about you? I, I like this movie a lot. Uh, <clears throat> like Sam said, it has a little bit of all the gore and fun you want in a movie like this. And... Uh, unlike the second part, the scenes uh, don't go on for a se- what seems like hours, so that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I remembered you saying that you weren't too crazy about how long the second one was. Yeah, uh, I, I I enjoyed it, but it's going to be tough for me to watch repeatedly because it's just too long. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about this one. Uh, this <laughs> one is nice, nice and short. Now we're in 25 minutes, so. Uh, no, it, it's good. Uh, I feel like uh, it's pretty um, non-believable. 
I think. <laughs> well, it depends. Because I, I, I could picture a serial killer clown, but not a demon serial killer clown. So, you know. Yeah, well, I, that's that's believable, but the the girls had ample chances to get out of there and go somewhere yeah. else. And other than that, really no complaints. Uh, the death scenes are pretty cool. Um, the gore is fine. Uh, and it's Art the Clown. So <laughs> how can you go wrong? Who is, uh, in, in person, a super nice guy. So <laughs> Yes, very nice. Um, I think I believe we met him before the movie came out, didn't we? Or was uh, no, we it just had, coming out? We we met him after it just came out because um, yeah. I hadn't seen it yet. I had seen All Hallows Eve, but when we did Para Horror, uh, Terrifier had just come out like a couple of months prior, and I hadn't gotten around to watching it yet. And um, actually, meeting him is what made me be like, all right, I need to sit down and watch this movie because <laughs> he he took over as Art the Clown. And mm -hmm. he was he was such a nice dude that I'm like, all right, I got to see what, you know, like, you know, he's so jazzed about this film. Let me go check it out. Then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> was so it hard up. for you for that, you know, to kind of meet him first and like get his personality and then see how well he portrayed this guy? A little bit because it was a little jarring. Like, I mean, granted, you know, we've all met various actors before who are super nice and play monsters on screen. Um, like just this weekend, me and me and Maurice once again talked to CJ Graham and it's like, yeah, we saw you ripping people's faces off <laughs> Friday the 13th, <laughs> but he's a super nice dude. So I mean, he's really, he's really nice. He called me handsome. So either there, true. he's a really good liar. <laughs> <laughs> he also didn't charge for table photos, which was pretty rad. So yeah. he yep. wouldn't take any money. He's like, get in here, take a photo. It's like, that's cool. Um, but no, like, so meeting him first. It was kind of funny because, like, I felt I felt bad at first because I'm like, shit, I haven't seen your version of art. I've only seen the other one, you know, and um, but we, we chatted for a bit and he actually came over to the table and he saw I had a drawing of Art the Clown. And he got all excited. So I gave it to him. And then he ran back to his table and he brought over a photo of him as Art the Clown signed. So it's like, oh, that's crap. awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, he's he was a, a real, real cool guy. He's also extremely active on social media. Like he talks to just about everybody. So, you know, like I've seen people that I know comment on his posts and he comments right back. And, you know, he he just loves talking to people. Um, but, yeah, it's so so funny seeing someone that like outgoing and, you know, it, it excited to meet fans and then play such a horrific character. Because <laughs> let's be honest, Art the Cloud is fucking terrifying, <laughs> like, as the name yeah. suggests. Mm hmm. Um. In fact, I can I can go so far as to say Terrifier 2 is the last time I remember seeing a, a movie in the theater where I was creeped out hours after the movie. Like I was still a little like, I don't I don't feel right. <laughs> like it, that that movie creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> so, um but yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, uh, the basic plot is on Halloween night Art the Clown hunts down and murders several young women and anyone else who gets in his way. So the whole film, we're left questioning, like, is he just some crazy lunatic? Is he a monster? Is he a demon? Like, what is he? Um, and we kind of get a little hint of that at the very end of the movie. Uh, if anyone had seen All Hallows Eve, you, you obviously know going into it what he is. But this is almost like a soft reboot, kind of the way Evil Dead 2 is like a soft reboot of Evil Dead 1. Or it's like, yeah, they still take place in the same continuity, but we're we're gonna backpedal a little bit and kind of redo some scenes. 
So, did any of you guys see All Hallows Eve? No. no. I did. When it first came out. Yeah, no. I no, didn't. It's... I, I wish I could say it was really good. It's it's fun. You know, the Art the Clown moments are really cool. But there it's like an anthology film, and some of it is just kind of, like, boring. <laughs> I hate to say. The <laughs> final part with Art the Clown is fucking horrific and kind of gives you a taste of what this movie is. Um, there is a scene in a pizzeria that, you know, is very similar to the scene in the pizzeria here. So it, it, it kind of, you could kind of see them laying the groundwork for this movie with that film. But I feel like the, the missing ingredient was David Howard Thornton. Cause the, the guy who played art before, while he did a good job, he didn't do it like this guy. <laughs> this guy just fucking nails it. But, um, we open so the movie. great, like the way he moves and everything is just like he does it so well. Oh yeah, you know? his his mannerisms are perfect. In fact, I was reading in the trivia how he convinced the uh, the directors or like the casting and all that that he was the guy for art was he apparently used to be a mime, like he has some history of of miming, and he I came in that. and he he did the the uh, the role like he did the 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 little uh, presentation acting like he was killing somebody. And then he pantomimed tasting their blood and then got fake salt and like added salt to the blood and then got all happy and continued to eat. <laughs> and, mm. and that was what won him over. They were like, okay, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> so art <laughs> pretending to put salt on his fresh kill. <laughs> but yeah, I, I fucking love it so much, but I, I was watching this movie at work last night and I had to keep turning my, uh, my iPad away from the window so no one would oversee what the fuck I was watching. Because <laughs> as you as you guys know, there's some really messed up scenes. <laughs> I always run into that at Jerry's closet. I'll be watching something where there'll be like a lot of screaming or there might be like a scene where there's just like repeated like over like somebody like, you know, torturing somebody or screaming mm -hmm. again or it's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It inevitably happens when I'm watching movies for this show where I'll be watching a movie at work and when titties pop on the screen, that's when someone comes to my window. Like, <laughs> like well, it's kind, yeah. kind of like, you know, when we were teenagers, so like your parents wouldn't come near the yeah. movie, but once the nude scene yeah. came on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're watching an action movie or something totally innocuous and then like as soon as there's a pair of tits on the screen, that's when your mom opens your bedroom door like, what do you do? Oh, my God. <laughs> What are you watching? What are you watching? <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that that actually happened last night. Um, thankfully, I saw people walking toward my window. But we have because in my department, I have to do all the sign the key sign outs, and people needed to come get the morgue keys. And um, I'm sitting there watching it. It was right coming up on the hacksaw scene, so I paused it and like closed the screen. I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, you don't need to see what I'm watching. Oh, man. But yeah, so we we open uh, with a small staticky TV playing a talk show uh, where we see the host interviewing the sole survivor of the Miles County massacre. Now, this entire scene is all sorts of fucked up. Like the 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 woman who is the survivor is just gnarly face, like impossibly gnarly. <laughs> like, it looks like she's wearing a mask, like her one eye is just like, cl like closed over and her other eye has like no eyelid left. I'm like. That's some piss poor reconstructive surgery right there. Yeah. 
didn't even try. They were just yeah. like, yeah, that's good enough. Good enough. <laughs> it looked like they just collar was... bag had. <laughs> right. <laughs> they took some Play-Doh and just smeared it over her face like you're good. You know, but uh, so uh, long story short is they, they go into how she was attacked. You know, the sole survivor, um, how the uh, the attacker, Art the Clown, his body disappeared from the morgue. And the woman insists that Art is dead, that she saw it happen. And then as this is happening, we see Art walk up to the TV and boot it. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, shit. So we get a, a montage of Art gearing up while the opening credits roll. And we, we cut back in on the talk show host complaining over the phone to her fiance about how gross her guest was while mocking her. And she gets off the phone and the guest decides to attack her, gouging her eyes out and ripping her face apart. <laughs> so in the first five minutes, we saw someone's face get ripped apart. That's, that's going to be a theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing I theme. I can't get over like how fast this movie just jumps right into it. This is like, fuck it. <laughs> you know? Uh-oh, we lost Susie. Oh, no. Okay, technical She's, difficulties. She says, I can't hear you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know she was um from work, right? So she may have had some issues with that. Yeah. Susie, can you hear us? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you yeah. now, yes. Now, yeah, okay, yeah. Now. Okay. Curious, I curious. said, I said really quick, and that's when I was like, they can't hear me. Um, and I wasn't muted, but it was piss poor facial reconstruction because she was so skinny. She probably didn't have any skin to take off her ass. <laughs> well, that and remember, Art kind of sliced her ass and thighs all up. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's he true. Shot good. <laughs> oh, God. He yeah. No, he he fucks her up. But uh, yeah, I was wondering, I was like, uh oh, Susie's being really quiet. Did we lose her? <laughs> and <laughs> when I got the text, I was like, oh, but, I'm uh, back. Technical, technical, You've technical difficulties resolved. Return of the living Suze. <laughs> but so after we get the the uh, the opening credits and title card, we cut in on Dawn and Tara, the two drunk chicks heading back to their car after a party. They decide they need food before they, they drive because they're too drunk to drive. So while they're talking, we see Art walking up behind them. And this this just this immediately creeped me the fuck out. He just stops and stares at them. And when Tara looks over, he just gets that big old grin on his face. That's like, Ugh, I don't like I'm that. Getting goosebumps just <laughs> thinking of it in my head. And then, of course, Dawn, being the stupid friend, starts flirting with him. It's like, no, don't do that, you moron. I love the selfie thing, though, how she, like, goes and sits next to him at the pizzeria and takes a selfie. And then after he, like, which this is one of my favorite deaths, like, in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. When he just cuts her in half and then takes a selfie with her corpse. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. That's I even noted that town, like, selfie and a little heart. <laughs> well, and because that's the thing, like, I mean, the, the kills in this movie are beyond brutal. And and I think and a lot of them they cut away too. Yeah. So yeah, and it's still you're still like, damn. Oh, now <laughs> we lost Maurice. What the hell's going on today? The Skype monster. Art. It's art. You know, yeah. he <laughs> probably might be supernatural. So I art. Don't know. Art has possessed the feed. <laughs> it's like, hell? don't you talk about me? Well, we haven't recorded remotely in a while, so the Skype. The Skype monster is kind of due, I think, for a 
for a little hello. Seriously, this is <laughs> this is annoying. Can you hear hmm. me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you, but Maurice is still still gone. Uh, Art got him. I'm texting him real quick. Well, if Art got him, at least we... I don't know, because it seems like he, like, enjoys killing the women, where he, like, he takes his time and everything, and then with any of the men, he's like, yeah, just get out of the fuck out of my way. I'll take yeah. you out. Like, yep. he got creative with, like, the pizza guy, but not too creative, you know? He just, like, played with his head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then, I'm... like, the security guard, he just, like, smashes him with a a keg of bug killer. Oh, you yeah. mean, the, yeah, the exterminator? Yeah. He, he freaking, oh, God, when we see what happens to him later, Jesus. Um, yeah, and then the I, other one, he just cut his throat. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, he stabs him in the head and then saws his head off, then pulls the knife out and kicks the head across the room. That's, true, true. That's pretty violent. <laughs> yeah, but not not to the extent that he was doing with some of the other ones. <laughs> oh yeah, no, with with the ladies he was he was playing with yeah. them. Um yeah. But yeah, in, in part 2, he has some fun with some of the guys. Uh there's oh, yeah. the, the the dick knife scene. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That guy's shirt was great. Oh, just the tip. <laughs> uh, he got it in the tip. But uh we're kind of all over the place with part 2, but yeah, that is one I will definitely want to get on the show at some point, but it is long. Oh, yeah. And it does. It goes in so many directions where you're like, oh, what, what, wait, what? Right. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, you know, with this episode, we, we have been we have been kind of like going back into our old format quite a bit. So I feel like we could just kind of talk about the movie. We don't have to go through every little step, especially with this movie being the way it is, where there's not a whole hell of a lot um story wise <laughs> you know it's just yeah. talking about what pretty Art much did. in one building after you know a little bit into the movie yeah because yeah. i mean like this opening sequence like we follow the girls as they go to a pizzeria and you know they're in there getting getting their food the one girl is playing with her playing with her phone oh hold on maurice just texted me oh he lost power oh no oh boy <laughs> i'm gonna tell him we're just gonna continue and then hop in we miss you, man. Yeah. Shout At least out we know movies. Art didn't get him. Yes. Yeah. True. <laughs> or wait, wait, it could be because Art did use other people's phones. Oh How shit! Did you get Vicky there. You know. Uh, That's yeah. right. Oh crap! It's Art texting yeah. back with me. <laughs> but oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, th- this opening sequence, like we just we just get them at a at a pizzeria. You know, the, uh, we find out the terrorist phone is dead because she's playing on social media and her phone dies. And, you know, so which is important because she's not going to be able to call for help. Um, then we got Dawn playing with her phone and Art comes in, sits across from them and just starts staring at them uncomfortably. And, you know, it, it's funny because, like, I think we've all been there. I'm Susie. I'm sure you remember Gummer. Oh, God, uh, yes. <laughs> where you're, you're sitting in a restaurant and someone is just staring at you uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens to women ever not at all <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing i i so many times i can remember back in the denny's days where we'd our little group would be sitting there talking and we'd look over and there'd be like a table of one or two people just staring at us 
And it's like, all right, that's <laughs> creepy. Like, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, some of us were kind of creepy, so I yeah. can understand, too. I mean, yeah, okay, point taken. <laughs> but, uh, oh, like, it, it's, it. I don't know, I, because we have had that happen so many times, like, watching Art do that, I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah, no, thank I you. think everyone's going to raise to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, of course, you know, he starts smiling and pretending to be all all cute and cuddly. And so Don goes over and sits on his lap and starts taking selfies with him. <laughs> Which is like, oh, oh yeah. great point for this too. That garbage bag that he has that we kind of see him like load up a little bit like earlier and stuff. I've carried boxes of tools and bags of tools. There's no fucking way he's carrying that garbage bag with all that stuff with such ease. Right. Right. <laughs> with without ripping? Like I how's it not ripping? That's like, what I was really? thinking. Of. Like you have a bunch of knives and bladed implements and yes. hammers and whatnot. Like, how is that not tearing? I mean, garbage bags have advanced, but they haven't advanced to that level yet. <laughs> <laughs> the hefty serial killer bag. We guarantee your <laughs> knives won't rip through it. It has Art's stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> He's the poster boy. Yep. <laughs> I, I can see him just sitting there smiling <laughs> on the box. Oh, man. All right. So Reese said uh, he's trying to figure it out. So to just go on until he can get back on. So sorry, listeners, but Maurice will be coming back eventually. <laughs> Power out. Art doesn't have him. Yeah. 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 I don't want to get a selfie of Maurice cut in half upside down. <laughs> That's... Hey, there he is. <laughs> oh, can you hear us? Did Art get yep. you? Oh, good. <laughs> no, we were not yet. We were discussing if Art got you, or, and we were actually texting with Art instead of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> so I know you weren't here, but we, we were just talking about how, um, you know, we've been kind of reverting back to our old uh, format for the last couple episodes. So we're just going to kind of chat about the movie, uh, especially since it's, it, you know, there's not a lot of plot here. It's just kill, kill, kill. So. Right. Yeah, I, oh. yeah, the, it doesn't make sense to go through the whole movie. You're yeah. going to be saying the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> and then he was creepy. And then he was creepy. And then he <laughs> wrote his name in poop in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. How, then he wrote how, it in blood. <laughs> how the hell did he stay so pristinely clean after all that poop play? But, but I want to know how... I want to know how Ramon didn't quit his job. Yeah, right. <laughs> But like he didn't though. He had poo poo hands. Like when he's when he stands out the uh, outside, like after the owner throws him out, because he's going. Yeah, you know, he does. He holds up his hands waving, and he's got shitty hands. Oh, and then he does. All That's I can right. think of is when he grabs terror around the mouth. I was like, oh god, poo hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think she's worried about that at the time. True, true. I mean, that's the least of her worries, unfortunately. But, but you know, of course, me being like a germaphobe in that sense, I was like, ah, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> Do you want pink so, eye? Because that's how you get pink eye. So I want to talk about the uh, crazy homeless lady with the baby and yeah. how when she was kind of giving him like that, the mother touch and the mother like, look, do you think he just let her and the baby escape? Well, you know, baby quotations. <laughs> um, well, no, he he does something horrible to her. Um, because remember, he skin he skins her. 
Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he he's walking around with her body later, right? With yeah. her boobies. Well, her no, 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 it was, it was, was, uh, that? was that her? It was Tara's, oh, yeah. no, it was Tara's boobs, wasn't it? No, it was no, not. No, no, it wasn't, because then we see Tara in the chair later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was right, she's in the chair. I like. Cause oh, right. okay, because I was wondering, I was like, wait, who was that lady? I didn't think, I thought he maybe he let her go. No, no, that was that that was the lady because she's when right. okay. So when Victoria comes in and we see what she thinks is Tara bloody yeah. and naked under a blanket, you mm-hmm. know, she hears the woman nearby saying, help me. And she looks over and it's the hobo lady. She has her scalp missing. Uh, yeah, and then from like clavicles down, it's like all skinned off. Yeah. And then you see like yeah. blood all around her crotch. And then when, you know, Art jumps up. He's wearing her chest and hair. And then when we see him walking crotch. up out of the, yeah, when we see him walking up out of the stairs, we see he's got her crotch on. And it's like yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like it's so fucked up. <laughs> All yeah. he Which needed... I thought that at first too. It was Tara. And then I was like, no, wait, because Tara's in the chair later. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Very Texas. Uh, very uh, Ed Gein like. Yes. Guess. Yes. All he needed. Yeah. All Art needed. And I bet he had it in there. Was a pot. And a spoon. Yep. <laughs> to dance Very around Buffalo in the moonlight. Very Buffalo Bill, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that sequence is is one of the scenes that really scared me the first time I watched this. When he's slowly walking up out of the stairwell with, the, you know, the, the lady's skin on. And he's just, like, pantomiming how pretty he is. I'm like, oh, God, I don't like this. And then the peak hole, when she was like looking through the peak hole and the way they like shot that, it looks like him just taking like a box and just like kind of turning it around all weird and stuff. Yeah, that's oh, my God. When she was hiding in the in the little utility closet and he's, you know, he's playing with his hair and looking around and then he just looks straight at her in the hole like that freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, nope. Yeah, that was great. Why why did her eye? Why did her eye look really fake in that scene? <laughs> it looked really, like, really big. It, it's probably the way they were filming it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that that sequence. I don't like it anytime there's like a character in a horror movie hiding from somebody. And then they like, you know, that you think they're going to get away and then they turn and look right at them. That always scares me. <laughs> like it's it's an easy jump scare for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's uh I don't know if you guys have ever seen or or like uh, played the game Outlast, but no, there is a scene like I had to stop playing it because it scared me so bad. Um, like I don't like horror games where you can't fight back and you have to like run and hide from the lunatics in this game. Well, I was hiding under a bed and I watched the character like run by the guy who was chasing me. And I'm looking around, and then I looked like I faced the camera down at the end of the bed, and the guy was looking under the bed, smiling at me. And I, my character got killed. I was like, nope, I'm done. Uh, I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> would that one have been a lullaby for me? I, I don't know. Well, I would have been screaming, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe then. <laughs> for, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know, Sam and I used to have movie sleepover nights where she would come hang out. We'd watch a bunch of horror movies. And then when she got tired, I would play video games because they put her to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> They're very soothing, especially if there's lots of shooting. Yep. <laughs> I, remember, I remember playing God of War 2, and you were just like, ah, lullaby. <laughs> just like so screaming peaceful. and people being slaughtered. 
It's like ASMR. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. But we, so we, we got to talk about the, the Saw kill. Now, oh. anyone who has not seen this movie, just buckle up. <laughs> so he kidnaps, uh, you know, when he's, when he's first toying with the two girls, he waits for Tara to, like, kind of be out of sight. And then he kidnaps Dawn. And eventually he hunts down and kidnaps Tara and he toys with her. He has her all tied up and he's like, I, he takes out, what was that? Like a hatchet or something? Yeah. Or like one of, one of those hammers with a hatchet end. But he yeah. keeps make, making it look like he's going to hit her in the face and like fucking her up, scaring her. And then he picks out a hacksaw, holds it up to her throat like he's going to kill her, then kind of smiles and points at her laughing and walks away over to this, this big sheet that's hanging. When he pulls it down, we see Dawn hung upside down, just just in her panties, like basically naked. Damn titties. And, yep, titties hanging upside down, duct taped her mouth closed, and then he we see him tear her panties off, but we don't you know see it. Um, and then he super holds, quick. Yeah, yeah. He, like that was he, way too quick. Like the amount that of time those panties just went flying through that. No, too quick. <laughs> he he tore them fingers <laughs> off. <laughs> He flanged them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he was like, Patoo. but when he holds up that hacksaw. Like, I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, no, no, he's not going to. And then he starts sawing away crotch first. And I'm like, oh, God, this is horrible. Well, that kind of like naturally splits her in half. So it's a point of reference. <laughs> I should not have been drinking my coffee when you said that. True, true. <laughs> So it's just no, like, uh, I don't think you... this is a spoiler for anybody, but the new Walking Dead series, the Dead um, City, mm. there's uh, right like 20 minutes into the first episode, one of the guys makes a joke about sawing somebody from groin to head. Ooh. And I was like, oh, and it automatically made me think of this scene. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. And he doesn't even finish. He doesn't get fully to the end of her head. Nope. He, oh, it's like the episiotomy uh, from hell. <laughs> I, I, I just think of the, uh, the Daphne meme that's out. When I see this scene. Oh yeah, that's um. Uh, Scooby Doo. I forget his name. Um. Oh my god, I follow the artist too that did that, where he does all the different horror movie memes. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, I can't uh, think of his name right now either. But yeah, he, uh, he did the one with art where he's, <laughs> he's holding Daphne upside down and has the hacksaw. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like if you think about oh, it, it's like cutting along the dotted lines. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but the way I mean, like he's just sawn away while Terrace screaming bloody murder, like while through her gag, um, and he's just looking back, smiling bigger and bigger as her intestines are falling out and just blood pouring out. Oh, but what was so <laughs> horrifying is like even when her intestines fell out, she was still like. Uh, Dawn yeah. was still screaming yeah. and wiggling, so she was still alive. You know, it's yep. like mm-hmm. he once he gets further up, she stops moving. But yeah, then he gets into her head, and he's like, he's he's sawing pretty hard trying to break through her head. But at that point, Tara is breaking out of her restraint, so he stops and comes over to try to stop her. And uh, you know, she whacks him with the the arm of the chair, and then stabs him in the shoulder and takes off. 
Which and I is love weird because like some scenes when he's like sawing or like pulling people apart or whatever, it's with ease. Like he mm-hmm. ripped yeah. somebody's head open. Absolutely no problem. And then he's like struggling to like saw her all the rest of the way. And it's like, man, what's going on? You Sometimes <laughs> you have superpowers. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> he, he, he needed some Scooby snacks. Yep. <laughs> is it maybe that she was like really fit? Because isn't muscle harder to cut through than like fat? Yeah, but he was yeah, stuck, he was stuck on her head. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. like I, I don't think her head was super muscly. Which but. whose head did he like literally stick his fingers in and rip apart earlier? The pizza guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was the yeah. uh, the owner that threw him out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how he got rid of poopy hands. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. <laughs> and then he killed the, the out. was it Ramon you said the cook <laughs> Ramon yes. yeah yeah he Razor Ramon <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the uh the scene where where uh Tara gets away like I love this sequence because then he starts hunting her all throughout like the was that like a garage yeah. like where were they they seemed I... like they were outside but it also looked inside I think it was like a multi-purpose abandoned building yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. that's what it did look like, because it didn't just look like apartment buildings, because I'm assuming the one crazy lady probably lived there at some point, but it did look like it was ran out for other stuff, too, because all the tools laying down in the basement and the lift and yeah, yeah, all that. So maybe so that it was like, sense. yeah, maybe it was like a mechanic shop by day mm. and like homeless people, hobo lady <laughs> living at night, because remember when she first meets Tara, she's like, we can do our laundry together. Yeah. Yeah. So there must be some apartments there. I thought yep. you were going to say hobo land by night. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever works. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, you know, he, he hunts her down and like, and she's, she's hiding in that little like section with the cars. And I love that he's like toying with her. Cause she, she looks and he looks over and pretends like he doesn't see her. And then she crouches down, and before you know it, he's behind her, stabbing her in the calves with a scalpel. And like, yeah, I know, out of nowhere, he's so vicious too. Like, it's not just like a quick stab; he stabs her several times, smiling. She kicks him. He grabs her by the leg and yanks her back, and continues stabbing. I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I love how when like something doesn't go his way, he just looks so like put out. Like, oh my God, (laughs) Jesus Christ! He's pissed. Like these it fucking didn't happen kids. the way I thought. Yeah, <laughs> God damn them. But it was these like kids in that meddling dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he like was killing somebody, he was like brutal. Like they were like suffering, you know. Oh yeah, he's definitely getting oh, something yeah. off of that whole suffering aspect of it. Which still, it's like goes back to like, what is he? Is he human? Is he a demon? You know. Yeah. I, I think is he, he's a, I mean okay, I think he's just on drugs. Well, I, I think maybe he's on Molly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean he does eat somebody's face at the end of the movie, so you know yep. he might be a bad That's, that's yeah, what I'm saying. <laughs> but but no, yeah, they they show in All Hallows Eve, like there's there's definitely scenes where it seems like people are being trapped in hell and art is kind of like a harbinger. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's definitely some kind of demon, but like, I don't know. They don't even explain it very well in part two. Like, it's just kind of, 
it leaves more to be interpreted like what yeah. the hell is yeah mm-hmm. they tried like i kind of felt for a second there i was like you know with the newspaper clippings and explaining about the 10 year old girl stuff i'm like oh yeah something's coming and no uh, mm-hmm. nah. i kind of like that it does have that pit the pit yeah that she falls into mm, so. yeah and well, and the way part two ends, like the stinger at the end mm-hmm. uh, of the credits, it's like, okay, he's clearly not human because of what happens there. But it, I, I love that they're kind of not telling us, you know, that, that they're leaving us to wonder, like, what the fuck is he? <laughs> I kind of like that. Not even the end of yeah. part two, but the end of part one, he blew his fucking brains out. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And he's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, Oh, he redoes that... his makeup, cleans his shit up. He's like, I'm good. Okay, that is one of the funniest parts in part two. When, when <laughs> like, because in part two, we pick right up it, in the in the morgue. Uh, we find out what happens to the poor coroner. And then he just goes to a laundromat and cleans his clothes. Mm-hmm. And I, oh and my God. That, like, the interview when the lady is like doing the interview with like the survivor and everything. And then she's like, you know, saying, Oh, his body disappeared from the morgue. What about the mortician? Anybody going to talk about that guy? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. The body disappeared, but what about the brutally murdered dude in there? <laughs> I, I also, I need to rewatch part two. I actually might do that tonight at work if it's quiet enough. Cause uh, I'm really curious how the the end of part one and the beginning of part two stacks up because I forgot when I was watching part two that part one take like okay the start of part one is a year after the events of part one Mm -hmm. but the end of part two deals with the end of this one as if it all happened like like because part two picks up it almost seems like the same night but where it ends it also seems like you know, it should be dealing with what happens a year later. So the timeline seems kind of funky in my head. I'm going to have to rewatch it, but not that it took anything away for me because I'm all fucking in on more Art the Clown. Like, I <laughs> fucking love these movies. I really but, think that Art the Clown re- revitalized, like, the slasher movies. Like, people complain oh, all yeah. the time, and we've talked mm-hmm. thousands of times, I'm probably exaggerating, but we talked countless times about how Remakes are not a bad thing. Reimaginings, yeah. reboots are not a bad thing. But this was just like, this was just visceral. Yeah. 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 Art the clown for president, man. <laughs> yeah. But think of how much fun the like special effects team had, you yeah. know, with like trying to come up with all these gags. Like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and that. What can we do to make it happen? Especially like, man, with the second one with her friend on the bed. Jesus Christ. Like, do you know how much it took to put into like just doing like that? Like, I know it ends up being a a puppet or and some CGI, but still, it's like, holy shit. (laughs) That would have been fun. That's the (laughs) scene that actually stuck with me after uh, watching it. Um, you know, where I was saying I got a, I got a little scared was because, like, yeah. I'm going Damn. to bed in the morning and, like, Jess and Caleb, like, Jess, you know, was leaving for work and dropping Caleb off at school. And I'm laying there in bed. Like, I got my little sleep mask on. I'm trying to block out the sunlight. Like, OK, just go to bed. And I keep picturing that scene where he just rushes her with the scalpel. 
And like she almost gets away and goes to close her bedroom door and he just bursts in and starts cutting her face open. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't get that image out of my head. So I was super spooked laying in bed. And then of course my cat opened my door and I jumped a fucking mile. <laughs> that, Oh my God. I, I, something about like, this is the first time in probably like 20 years that a oh, I have, I have oh. the example of when it happened before to us because we both were like fucked up for hours when Which we one? watched. Um, it was the Asian one where the chick had the guy in the bag. And oh, audition. Like, audition. Oh, yeah. yes. Do you remember the way we felt after that, Mike? We yep. both were fucked up for hours. We were just like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> that, that film is so like, honestly, I hate to say it, but that film is boring up until... Yeah. So like the yeah. last 15 minutes it's like what the fuck oh my god <laughs> totally and then her saying deeper and oh my god it's just like yep. oof. that movie is fucked <laughs> like, i know a couple of our listeners have suggested getting it on here so when when we do eventually cover it sam you'll have to come back for it because <laughs> that's yeah. a oh that's an man. interesting flick oh my god the piano wire oh yep oh and the, the vomit bag is what gets me. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> Getting grossed out thinking about it. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike, your but... next cat needs to be named Art. <laughs> <laughs> Art the cat. Art the cat. <laughs> Only if he's a black and white kitty. Like, I gotta get, <laughs> gotta get a black yeah. and white kitty. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, but no, like this, the, the, some of the scenes in here that, that I fucking love are like, I love the fact that Art uses a gun. And I, I've talked about this a few other times. This is something that we don't see often in slasher movies. Occasionally it would pop up in like some of the early 80s, late 70s slashers. Like I know in Maniac, you know, we see the shotgun, the infamous shotgun scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's several others like low budget slasher movies where the slasher will use a gun. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ghostface did at least once in one of the movies. Um, But it's like, you don't see guns get used often. So when Tara is fighting back against Art, and he's just like, fuck you, and pulls out a gun and shoots her. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, Yeah. you did not expect that at all. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, that is to the shot on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then he I used lo- it again in two. Yep. And well, he uses it a couple times here because like he mm-hmm. shoots her and then he goes to like execute her and he's out of bullets. And I love how like <laughs> how put out he is. He's just like, yeah, oh, come yeah, like, on. <laughs> Gotta count your bullets, buddy. Always know your number. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he goes shuffling back all like gets to the bag and then, you know, He's finding another clip, and that's when uh, Dawn's phone starts ringing, and it's Victoria, who's outside. And I love how this switches, where it goes from, like, Tara and Dawn to then Tara's sister, Victoria. Like, because he he texts her to come around back, like, oh, you know, Tara's sick, come around back. And then goes over, takes the selfie that you guys were talking about with Dawn's corpse, which was just fucking great. And then he walks back into Tara and shoots her in the face, like, eight times. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm done with you. Yep. <laughs> he did that one, and then he's like, uh, not enough, not enough. Come on. He's like, empty the clip. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna empty the clip. <laughs> he took the double tap to a whole new level. He really I did. I mean, when in doubt, just empty the clip. That's true. 
And, you know, see, and now that's something that drove me crazy in this movie, because twice in this movie, Tara, before she gets killed, gets him down on the ground. She stabs him and she tries to run away. Keep fucking stabbing. <laughs> Just stab the shit out of him. Hit him in the throat. Like, <laughs> Slice his run throat. Away. Yeah. And then Victoria <laughs> does the same thing. She gets him in the shoulder and he drops over and she runs away instead of repeatedly stabbing the fucker. It's like, no, don't run. You're giving him a chance to get up. <laughs> there was one point, too, where Tara was like, come on, motherfuckers. And I'm like, motherfuckers? Like, what? It's one guy. <laughs> What's going on? Is she seeing something else? We don't start hallucinating to the second one, so. Right. <laughs> well, mate, there we go. He's He's got multiple personalities. That's what. Or so head injuries. That that too. <laughs> or maybe, maybe she so had a lot of head injuries. So she knew he had multiple personalities. That's why she said, "You guys, motherfuckers." <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe she was. Maybe she was seeing the little clown girl from part two. <laughs> she was. She no, was just yeah. kind of hiding over in the corner watching. I got to admit that little clown girl in part two scared the crap out of me when I first, when we first see her, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I don't like her. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> but, but yeah, like when he fucking shoots Tara in the face, I love how I love his reaction. Cause like, he just looks disappointed. He shoots her in the face and then does it like several more times and just sits there like, well, that's over. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> has, has that like sad look on his face. I mean, he does dress her up and put a sign and everything, because when her sister sees her later, she's, like, a little more dressed up, so. Yeah, and it says, you know, it's got that <laughs> she's holding the circus sign. Yeah, yep. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, the the kills in this movie, some of them are super fast, like you said, off screen, like the uh, the cook at the pizza, or not the cook, the uh, owner of the pizzeria, where we don't yeah. see yeah, him get beheaded. It was so quick, we don't even see it. <laughs> no. And, we got to yep. talk about how fucking Halloween copied that scene because he made a decapitated head into a jack-o'-lantern and then Michael oh, Myers did it in 2018 Halloween. That's true. Mm -hmm. You know, he so, started that trend. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to hop on the art train there. <laughs> <laughs> they should have stayed on it because Halloween 2018 was nice and violent and then the rest sucked. He was going to um, die tonight. Motherfucking evil dies tonight. <laughs> I that oh my god I hated it like I hated how that became like a call and response you know it's, evil <laughs> dies tonight yeah evil dies tonight evil dies tonight like <laughs> I hated it um one of these days we'll get to those hot that Halloween trilogy <laughs> we'll have one good movie and two awful movies <laughs> <laughs> but now this I, I just I can't recommend this film enough like seriously if if you guys have not seen Terrify it's on Tubi right now. Both of them. Actually, all three. Yeah. You got yep. All Hallows Eve, Terrifier 1 and 2. Like, it's free. There's yeah. no reason not to watch it other than, you know, if, if clowns freak you out. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was going to start it. I was like, oh, Susie. Poor yep. Susie. <laughs> <laughs> I was searching early, even if you want to buy the first one. I think they ranged from 5 to $7 digital. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. I, I actually have the, uh, the Blu-rays sitting right here. Um, Jess got them both for me for my birthday and, uh, they're, they're so good. I still got to listen to the commentary track on part two, but, uh, it's just, man, I, I, I love these movies. 
it's it's one of those things like other than Victor Crowley and Leslie Vernon, I can't really think of another like new slasher that really stuck with me. You know, like yeah. I know, unfortunately, Leslie Vernon didn't stick with enough people. Like I fucking love that movie. Oh, but, it was so know. good. Such a nice surprise. Like yeah. it's not what you expect, and then once you get into it, you're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's definitely one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. And I mean, like the Hatchet franchise. We we just you know our last episode we just covered Hatchet, and the whole franchise is a lot of fun, and it definitely yeah. gave us you know a new. Uh, a, a new slash, like you know, hyper slasher killer, like Freddie and Jason. We got you know Victor Crowley, but I think Art is the 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 only other one I can think of that joins that pantheon. You know, because there, there's been yeah. several slashers here and there, but none of them that stuck around. And so and it's kind of coming from that core group of like newer directors that are like in our age group, like Adam Green and stuff, yep. and Ty West, and like you know, we're kind of getting some stuff from people that like. <laughs> ingested the same things that we ingested when we were younger and enjoyed yep. it or are or, or tired of the same old shit yeah that too yeah. <laughs> I, and that that is very true there's a lot of these directors are taking films in in a direction that like you know because okay we we've all done this where you're watching a movie and you're like oh it would be so cool if you know x happened and mm-hmm. a lot of these directors are taking those ideas and fucking putting them on film like yep. again the yeah. whole thing with art and the gun it's like how come more killers don't have guns in these movies? And then he's just like, fuck you. I yeah. got a gun. <laughs> you know? Yep. Kind of turning it on the side. Like, and it's mm-hmm. funny because watching some of these, I'm sure you guys feel the same way too, is like, you're kind of predicting. And a lot of times you're right. Cause that's where you mm-hmm. wanted a movie to go to when yep. you were younger yep. and you were thinking about it and you were like, Oh, that'd be so cool if they did that. And now mm-hmm. that it's like the people that are in our age group, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's do that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I think the best example of a film giving me exactly what I thought was going to happen, but turning it on its ear was Adam Green's Frozen. Oh, and... <laughs> oh, my God. Everything you think of every single yep. fucking thing that you're like, why don't they do this? Why don't they? you're like, oh, it shit. Happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they show you it. Oh. I, I remember, <laughs> Sam, when you and I first watched that and like. Ugh. We see like Kane Hodder coming up in the little snow cat and we're like, throw your fucking ski pole, throw your ski pole. (laughs) And then they show you and it doesn't work. And it's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) there were so many moments like that in that film where it's just like, oh, you think that would work? Here's why it won't. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And see, again, it was Adam Green, like Mm -hmm. had me on the edge of my seat. And another one, it's a more recent movie, Fall. I want to see that. I haven't I checked haven't it out yet. One, yeah. Oh my God. That I am never, ever. I'm so glad I'm not like a climber. <laughs> Cause that movie just really. Oh, I'm getting oh, the, shivers just thinking about it. The trailer made me weak in the knees when I watched the trailer. I'm like, Oh God, I don't do well with heights. <laughs> I mean, it's a really out. good movie, but it's so like, it really fucks with your mind, but that's mm-hmm. definitely another really good one. I gotta watch the, that. The yeah. movie I think of, the movie I think of more recently is uh, *Barbarian*. Oh, dude. oh yeah, oh yeah. I fucking oh, loved man. that. Yeah, movie that so much. and you did not expect that, that movie to no. switch like it did. No, like you, you, that twist in the middle of the movie. You're like, everyone I talked to was like, did they switch to a different movie? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like checking the number on the thing and stuff, and you're like, wait, what? Yep. Yep. <laughs> but like, you have no idea. You have no, no. idea also what's going on. That you don't know who yeah. the, you know the big bad is. You don't know anything. Yeah. Until it happens. And the scary part is places like Detroit and stuff, and I shit, even in Buffalo and everything, there are so many abandoned houses and stuff, and who knows what are underneath some of those. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's it's a freaky thought. Like you know, there there could easily be some crazy shit going on under our feet, and we don't even know. I mean, Sam, we had a meth lab in the basement of our apartment. Yeah, didn't even know. Yeah, yep. not until it was on the news. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, that oh. same that same thing happened to the Walmart on Sheridan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good old meth mart. <laughs> yeah. Common theme. <laughs> but now, okay, so going back to this film for a second, there there's something specific that I don't know what it is. I want to see if you guys noticed it. There's a look to this film. Um, I don't want to call it grainy because it's not grainy, but it's got kind of like a washed out look that films like Hobo with a Shotgun, um, most recently the, um, oh my God, why can't I think of it? The, the, the Christmas horror movie that we just watched with the robot Santa Claus was on Shudder. Oh, um, uh, 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 oh my goodness. Something red, I, isn't it? Yeah, I can't, for the life of me, I can't think of the damn name. But it has but like that, that grittiness, like that VHS for yes. a second but it's only for a second it, i feel like it's only during certain scenes where it it, it has that like a saw effect too you know right, no, like no, for I, the first saw no no i know what you're talking about that kind of graininess but no i'm talking about just the overall coloration like it almost has kind of like a darker washed out look to it like where colors don't really pop as bright and it mm-hmm. almost feels like a tape that's been dubbed over twice you know yeah. what i mean like like it's been yeah, like recorded yeah. off a of TV and then shared a couple of times. There's a look <laughs> yeah. to these films that it just every time I see it, it just immediately puts me in this this frame of mind where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have fun. Like, and I don't yeah. know if it's something that the directors or the makers of these films are being like, hey, remember how movies looked when we rented them, you know, or borrowed them from friends? Yeah. Like, let's right. make our movie look like that. But we see that a lot in these types of horror movies and. There's something to it because Terrifier 2 does the same exact thing. Like it has that same yeah. kind of washed out look to it. I, mean, I don't I don't know what it, it is. Especially when we first met each other. Like, how did we see some of these movies? You know, we watched the movie together, we borrowed the tapes, we went to Mondo videos in Buffalo, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> or somebody's cousin had a copy that you could borrow. So, like, if they're going off like that too, of course they're gonna slightly put a different like lens or an editing to it to give you like that worn down like yeah. kind of multi-viewed like share it's more of a shared experience i feel like when you feel like that that you when you see that worn downness because you're getting that nostalgic feeling of being with your friends for the first time and being like this is going to be fucking great right yeah, yeah. it's it's and, just, ugh, there's something about it and, and that movie is christmas bloody christmas thank you <laughs> Because <laughs> that that was a good flick. Like I I would not mind covering that for the show uh, this this December. I, I I had fun with it. No, I, I I didn't think it was bad at all. I think I saw it on Shutter. 
Yeah. yeah. I actually watched it on Christmas Eve this past year because <laughs> we, <laughs> we were all snowed in and I'm like, well, we're not going to my parents' house, so I guess I'm watching a horror movie. <laughs> Shout out to Shudder's exclusives. Like anytime I'm not really like sure what I want to watch or whatever, I'll just put Shudder on and I'll pick like one of their exclusives because it's guaranteed to be either super funny or really fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they haven't they haven't let me down yet. I mean, even when like they picked up the, the VHS uh, franchise and kept going with it and like their their VHS entries have been just as awesome as the previous ones. Um. And then I'm trying to Just think don't of what... watch the seed. The seed is the only one I've seen so far that I've randomly picked that I was like, what the fuck? Everything else has been fantastic. I haven't Ooh, I haven't seen that one. Reason. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> uh, so lo- looking for this movie, I came across uh, the Nightmare Massacre. Or, I'm sorry, the Nutcracker Massacre. And that's on Tubi. <laughs> and that it's, uh, it's got to be too. Oh, it's, it's 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 got a 3.8 on the IMDb uh, rating, so it's it's got to be good. <laughs> I think we found Maurice's birthday pick. <laughs> the, the, is the, gold. Like, the working it's title. Amazing, it, it's... <laughs> oh, it won't be a silent night. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, what, what were you saying, Sam? Oh, I'm sorry. I was interrupting. Where is that? Oh, no. But I I didn't didn't catch what you said. I know. I don't remember now. Oh, no worries. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but the the, the thing that got recommended to me after uh, finishing Terrifier was the Bunny Man Massacre. And I'm like, oh, sadly, I've seen that. And it's (laughs) awful. It's as low budget and horrible as you'd think it is from that title. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's one of those ones where I'm like, all right, you know what? I, I haven't seen this. I've heard it. I've heard about it. Let me just put it on and watch it. And the fact that I made it all the way through, I'm still proud of myself for. Because <laughs> like, I wanted to turn like, it off. Do you ever time. stop? Like, do you ever put something on and then you're like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've actually done recently. Uh <laughs> Uh, cocaine shark. <laughs> I I got 33 minutes in and I was like, all right, it's got to be about over because it's only like an hour and 15 minute movie. It was only 33 minutes in. And I, uh, I have not gone back to it yet. <laughs> I have had zero desire to watch any of the uh, cocaine bear inspired movies. Cocaine bear. Awesome. Yes. Cocaine shark. Crack raccoon or whatever raccoon or whatever it's called and now there's like cocaine cougars and i'm like that sounds like a porn um <laughs> I, haven't I haven't enjoyed any of them yet oh they're they don't look good um now there's been there's been a handful that i've turned off the the one i can think of that i absolutely would have turned off if we weren't watching it as a group was uh laid to rest that one that that you me and adam watched sam where it was this chrome skull. Oh my god! That soundtrack was the worst thing I've ever heard. But I mean, the, the first fucking line spoken, like the girl wakes up in a coffin, she walks over to a phone, she calls 911, and she's like, I woke up in a box. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Remember how we we said that like constantly to each other? We, we just <laughs> stare blankly look at each other and be like, 
I woke up in a box. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so bad. <laughs> but, but speaking of good movies, Terrifier. Uh, <laughs> now, okay, so outside of the Saw death, which I, I'm, I'm assuming we all agree is like one of the most horrific deaths in this film. What would you guys say your favorite kill is? That one. Oh, aside oh, from I that? mean, aside from that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, I got to go with the gunshot to the face. Like, that. I, I thought that was fucking hilarious. I, I, I thought it was pretty gnarly when he, like, just stepped on the, uh, the exterminator's face and killed him. Yeah. 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 I, I do like that even... Yeah, even though we didn't see the kill, I do like that he had, like, candles in the pizza man's head. And that it was just, like, <laughs> sitting on the counter there. I, I love that we see the jack-o'-lantern one scene before, so it's like, hey, there's candles here. <laughs> yeah. We see his head. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen with them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this can't be good. Oh, man. But no, I, I think all of the kills in this film are, are fantastic. But that like, it's just, there's something about like how vicious art is that, that makes the kills even more terrifying. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and again, like how fucking quiet he is. That dude pops up everywhere. Yeah. Like poor Mike, the exterminator, like he's trying to call his buddy and art just creeps up behind him and hits him in the head with a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I love how his his like expressions are so animated that he mm-hmm. doesn't need to say anything or like yeah. make any noise or whatever because you clearly see everything like in his eyes and his face and with all that prosthetics on and everything it's amazing that he can get those face reactions that he gets. Oh yeah, you know, you... like whatever they use was like great, like very flexible. Well, and he has pretty heavy prosthetics on his face. Like he's got the oh, the really yeah. high cheekbones, the huge nose, the like nose, all... yeah, the chin. The, the chin, yep. And he yep. still he emotes like crazy. But it's funny yeah. he's he's kind of like a cross between Freddy and Jason in the fact that he's the silent brutal killer, but he's cracking wise without saying anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I and love his like... frame is giddy enough that it works really well with those prosthetics. Oh yeah. Now he's 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 a very slender dude. Like um even in person like he's he's yeah. he's very slender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I still I still want to see him play the Joker. He's been saying for years that's his dream <laughs> role and I'm like yeah. I would love to see him as the Joker. <laughs> would I mean, so and we've good. seen recently that they always seem to change up the Joker. I mean, we've been changing up Batman too, but like the Joker is definitely a character that that's a huge possibility that he yeah. could oh, do hell that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, and just again, his physicality and the way he like prances around as art. Imagine him I, dre- dressed as the Joker. I think he could be the next Doug Jones too. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though Doug Jones, he's still doing great. He's still hanging in there. So. But he could definitely, like, he would be a great even apprentice to him. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's already got it down so well. He He's definitely, much like Doug Jones, the type of actor that can clearly act through heavy makeup and, and, and still, like, bring a lot of life to that character. And again, like you said, even without voice. Like, he doesn't speak a single line in this film, but you can, you clearly get everything he means, you know? <laughs> 
But like, I love how he toys with everybody. Like again, with, with Mike, the exterminator, he could have just hit him in the head with the hammer, but he, he sneaks up behind him. He taps him on the shoulder. And then when Mike turns, he's got this big grin on his face and it's like bonk. Well, I think it's because he always seemed to have to see the suffering. That was like one common theme with him is like, he definitely wanted to see every moment that that was person, especially in the second one, you get that so heavy. Yeah, he's so to- he's toying with the kills in part two. Yeah. 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 Which the- I wonder if that's something that maybe feeds him in a way. So maybe like his job is to try to uh, escort them to hell or kind of bring them to hell. But then he also like feeds off of their like emotion. I wouldn't be surprised because he definitely has that like fucked yeah. up demonic energy. Yeah. He has to heal. The mm-hmm. shit that, like, he goes through and stuff, especially with when he blows his brains out, <laughs> right. you know, like, th- yeah, he but... has to heal. So that could be, like, a way in order for him to heal is him, like, enjoying in their suffering that he's bringing on them. Right. Well, and we see that a little bit in part two, because, like, in, in the first one, like, when he shoot, shoots his brains out um, at the end of the film, we see that his uh, his right eye is completely like fucked like his right yeah. eye is like it's it's gone and yeah. then in part two when he kills the coroner he eats his eyeball or takes his eyeball i don't know if he eats it he does i know he takes his he eyeball puts out it in his eye but then yeah. he also plays with it too right but then he has his, his eye is back and functioning again so i'm wondering if like did he pull like a creeper and like put the eyeball in <laughs> take the body parts yeah yeah because it's yeah. But again, I love that we have we can have this kind of a discussion about it because they're not clear and they leave us wondering, you know, which yeah, is, which is great. Yeah, because it keeps it on your mind and it keeps a conversation going about it because mm. you're like, OK, because you can think of all those lures that we've heard throughout the years. Like, OK, maybe, you know, like the creeper, maybe yep. he does that or whatever. Maybe, you know, he's absorbing that power. So he just regenerates, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't know. It leaves it up. And that that's the great thing, especially about horror and interpreting horror, is that you can kind of, especially if they leave things open like that, you can see it different ways. And then you can have great conversations with your friends that enjoy the same thing, where you're basically in this universe where all your horror stuff is true. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's see what we can <laughs> come up with and think about. <laughs> Well, I think it's especially when you introduce the idea of like supernatural, you know, like yeah, yeah, when when it's the possibilities just, are endless. right. Because like like look at like Jason Voorhees, for example, like when he was just, a, you know, a crazy killer in the woods, he was just a crazy killer in the woods. Like we it wasn't until he got resurrected that it was like, OK, we can do anything with this character now. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a fucking zombie. Is he a zombie? Oh, wait, no, he's a deadite. Oh, OK, he's, he's a deadite. deadite. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I love yeah. how they, they kept adding to it and, and just kept playing yeah. with that supernatural aspect. Same thing with Freddy. I mean, and Freddy, like, yeah, originally he was kind of like the boogeyman. Like, he was, you know, killing, you know, killing kids in their dreams and all that. But then we added the whole lore of, like, him needing their souls. And with his with the souls, that he became more powerful. And then he fed on their fear and all that. Like, we started adding more and more of that, like, boogeyman lore to him. Um, yeah. But no, I, I love that about Art the Clown, that we we just don't know what the fuck he is um one thing i i'm I'm gonna backpedal for a minute one thing i wanted to mention that terrified the crap out of me and is is something that i have like a weird phobia of 
is when Dawn was in the car and she hears like she hears on the radio all about the murders at the pizzeria she was just at and then sees the cop cars go rushing by and is like looking at her phone and sees the photo of her and Art and then the door opens and she thinks it's Tara. And mm-hmm. she looks over and it's Art just sitting in the seat next to her, all bloody smiling at her. Yep. The, the thought of someone like like me parked and not paying attention and someone just jumping in my car, that scares the shit out of me. Well, didn't <laughs> that almost happen to you at the hospital one night? Didn't a, some hobo try to get into your car? A few times. <laughs> Do you lock the car as soon as you get in? Like, Oh, yeah. As soon as you sit down? <laughs> yep. Yes, I do. But no, like there, we actually had a a uh, a thing happen to me recently. Well, I shouldn't say recently; it was about a year ago now. But I was driving up Tenth, and I, I was stopped at the stoplight right outside of the emergency room. And this guy, like a patient, clearly a patient who had escaped from the ER, comes <laughs> running over and tried to open my car door. And I'm like, nope. And I sped up. <laughs> and then I got inside and called security. It was like, hey, there's like a patient running around. Apparently this this guy was over in psychiatric and he was just like fuck you and took off. So <laughs> like he got out. <laughs> he was just running down the street. But it was terrifying because he tried to open my door and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I just drove away. Uh, the funny thing about when Dawn is in the car and she hears it on the radio, mm-hmm. the pizza place is literally like a stone's throw away from where she's parked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, they walked there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that that and then that's the again like adding to the level of terror there is she couldn't even drive away if she wanted to because her tires were slashed. Yeah. Well, she could have. She would have fucked up her rims, but true. Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck the rims. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think if and I it had was a... crazy, she jumped to that conclusion. You know that they're like, oh, maybe he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing because Tara, Tara was saying that she was like, you know, what if that clown guy did this? She's like, he knows what type of car you were in. She was like, oh come on, like so. Dawn didn't believe it, but Tara was like, maybe. Yeah. And then, yep, it was totally him. Oh, so far. Or was it? Or was it just a coincidence? Hmm. I'm gonna blame it on the <laughs> on the little clown girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was we weren't introduced in to her, her yet, but she was there. Which, speaking yeah. of, do you think she's his first victim? Oh, that's a good point. From that's that an... town, and that's the connection with the town. Oh, that's an interesting thought. See, now I really want to watch part two again because they, yeah, there's a lot more supernatural yeah. elements in that, and that that's oh, a, yeah. that's a cool oh, idea. Yeah. Well, because like there's the whole thing with I forget her name, but the the main character in part two uh, with her dad and like the fact that he was like drawing the entity before he killed himself. So it's like mm -hmm. is, you know, is this like some kind of a demon that is possessing people like is is art like whatever he is, is he an actual demon that possessed a body? Because we see that he loses his body. Yeah, but I mean, we see at the end of the second movie, he don't have a body anymore. He's just the head. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, he's... but is he dead? Oh, no, he, he was reborn. Yeah. You know, it's like, ugh. So uh, there's <laughs> there's so many, like, fucked up questions. And I mean, we're getting a part three, so maybe they'll answer more. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they'll just raise a shitload of other questions. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> 
Because that's really what two did, you know. It's yeah. Just, it just raised more questions. Well, not really raised more questions, I guess. It just added more conversations. We'll put it yep. that way. <laughs> well, because, yeah, it really didn't give you a definitive in any way other than the fact that, yes, art has supernatural elements. Because, yep. you know, like I said, for, for anyone who hadn't seen All Hallows' Eve, the way they play the first Terrifier is it's just a crazy guy in a costume all the way up until the very end of the movie where after he kills himself and he's at the the morgue when the the mortician I love this too when the mortician like unzips the body bag and he's just grinning at him and he's like <laughs> Ugh. and then all the lights start flashing and the phones ringing and the the radio's talking to him and then everything goes back to normal and he looks back at art and art sits up and chokes him and like so yeah. up until that point it wasn't supernatural in this movie but part two is like, okay, if you guys have seen All Hallows Eve, we're just going to lean heavy into that shit. Cause yeah, because they did that scene again, basically. basically. Right. But, the, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, in All Hallows Eve, there's a scene where it does look like Art is kind of like a harbinger of hell. Like, he's, he's not, I don't want to say tormenting, but he's, like, fucking with this one lady who then finds herself trapped in hell. And it's, like, these this, like, underground passageway and it's very much like in part two, we have that pit. So I'm like, I, I want to know more about Art's world, but I also hope they don't give us too much because I like questioning it. <laughs> yeah, because was the pit built after they had that like haunted house, like amusement park thing or, you know, before or what? And how right. does that tie in? Oh, it's just it's it's so good. There's so many yeah. fun questions about this. Mm. But it was a fun one. Yeah, no, a little, I... bit, little bit for everything. Something psychological, the gore, obviously. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the, this is definitely one of the most gory horror films. Well, this in part two are two of the most gory <laughs> horror films in like the last couple of years that I've watched. Yeah. Um, yep. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There are movies that have really fucking gross moments like mm. um, fucking what was that? Uh, Men, that that movie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, or I, I was I, thinking hostile. Like I was kind of thinking of the like gore porn classified movies for a while there. But this one, I don't know. This one was different. Yeah. This the way they did like, this. It no, didn't feel like torture didn't. porn. No, you know. not at all. But like, no, I remember uh, men had that that final sequence that was just like, what the fuck? And then, of course, Midsummer had like the uh, the cliff sequence, that was just super fucking gory. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of movies that have like the continual gore throughout the film that are just like unapologetic mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. There, there's been a lot of horror films where it's like, there's this one scene that's gonna get ya, you. Know? <laughs> Yep. Uh, which I have to say about men like I, I was I mean I've said this on the show before I was not a big fan of the story but visually it was fucking gorgeous the actors were great and that final sequence was just such a what the fuck moment it's like you gotta watch it so uh, but, but overall it's not something I feel like I need to ever really watch again unless it's for the show because it, it wasn't it, nothing about it really grabbed me it's but... all about baby <laughs> Exactly. With this one too, like the the acting was actually really good from everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. I know it was a really small um 
cast and everything, but everybody, I feel like, played their parts really well. There wasn't a moment where anybody uttered a line other than, come on, motherfuckers, that I was like, oh, man, that's kind of lame. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, not not only that, but, like, for it being such a low-budget film, like, yeah, they really had a good team working on it. You know, so because a lot of times when you get these low budget movies, like you'll have like one, maybe two good people and everyone else is kind of like, hi, I'm Frank from accounting. (laughs) 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 But but yeah, like this, I was I was surprised, like because even even the characters like Mike and uh, his buddy who gets stabbed in the head, um, like, yeah, they you could tell these guys, they didn't really seem like (laughs) like professionals, but they definitely did the role fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but, well, I think, uh, I think we're kind of starting to to slow down here. So we should probably start wrapping things up unless you guys have any final, final thoughts on Terrifier. Art for president. (laughs) I I was just about to say vote for art. So, you know, Susie and I are in the same mindset as usual. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Things can't get much worse if we have that clown for president. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Maurice? Any final thoughts about art? Yeah, we already have a clone for president. Kevin I mean, Spaulding. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yep, I, I mean, about they that. can share. We can this always have. I, I mean, art can be vice president. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, overall, like, like I said, I fucking love this movie. I think if you guys haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Um, we talked about most of the uh, most of the trivia already, but one of the things that that I wanted to point out was that uh, Damien uh, Leone, I hope I'm saying his name right, he said that he wanted to make art as different from Pennywise as possible. So he made sure there was no hair, like he didn't want any hair on the clown at all. He wanted him to be, you know, creepy bald. Didn't want him to have any color whatsoever. So all, you know, black and white, which is funny because even if you look at his like his teeth, his teeth are fucking black. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So which is which is I thought was a brilliant move on on his part, because being a horror clown, you are going to be compared to Pennywise. It's going to happen. So the fact that he made him this different, like he stands so far out from Pennywise, even though they're both kind of not human killer clowns, (laughs) it's like. They're still so fucking different that it's it's like, again, it's like Jason it never clicked in my head. Like you saying it now, it makes sense. Yeah. Those similarities, especially with, uh, you know, like, what are they and stuff? But I never thought the whole time watching it. I never thought of Pennywise. Yep. And see, and that's just yeah. I mean, they it definitely worked. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But um, the also the only CGI used was uh, the jack-o'-lantern in the pizzeria, because apparently after the film was was after they were done filming, um, Damien thought that it didn't have enough Halloween elements to it. Like he didn't have enough to remind people that it was Halloween. So he's like, we got to stick a jack-o'-lantern somewhere. And he was like, oh, let's do it in the pizzeria. But, you know, that's where he gets the candles. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that, that fucking jack-o'-lantern on the counter is CG. <laughs> which cracked me up because it reminded me of the story from uh jane jane silent bob strike back where um they had so much money for this film like more money than they had ever had and scott Mosier was just like well we got to use the money uh so 
we got we got to burn this up somehow. Let, let's let's put the the sheep in that that the one guy wants to fuck the sheep, but we'll just have a CGI sheep. So instead of renting a sheep, they fucking made a CGI sheep just to burn the money that they had. <laughs> so like that's what it reminded me of. But uh, but yeah, overall, like I said, there's not a lot more trivia. Uh, one thing, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but Damien has been accused apparently multiple times of being misogynistic for the kills in these movies. Um, which, I, you know, I mean, there is a greater discussion to be had about, uh, you know, that that overall with slasher films. But I think it's kind of funny that, like, people tend to focus in on that. And it's like, it's a slasher movie where everybody dies. You yeah. know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get where you're like, especially the, the upside down sawing thing. I get it, but it's like, how many horror movies have we seen where a dude gets his dick blown off or chopped off or sliced off? <laughs> like, yeah. And we don't really think about it. It's like, well, yeah, that, that fucking happened. So I, I never had that thought through this movie at all. Same Me either. And yeah. It's just brutal. It's just a brutal movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he said he, he gets accused of that because of the, the sexual nature of some of the violence. And it's like, mm, I, I mean, uh, there, there's definitely a greater discussion to be had about that. But but that's yeah. coming from somebody that's probably just looking at those scenes through that lens. I, totally. You know, and not watching the whole movie and seeing how strong of like a character like Tara is. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, you know, yeah, we technically don't really have a final girl in this movie. Um but I think that was kind of refreshing in a way because it broke with a lot of the slasher stereotypes where yeah. it it played with the idea of a final girl, but we don't get the final girl that we expect, you know, and I, and I think that's really cool. But uh, yeah. so, yeah, I won't won't keep berating that. But uh, the last last scene is uh, uh, Jenna Connell. She was I want to say that was Tara, right? Let me just double check the credits. Uh Yeah. So Tara, basically, she did she did all of her own stunts for this movie. So when she was like getting thrown around and <laughs> getting attacked by art and all that, she there was no stunt double. So she was doing it all. Yeah, she's like awesome. an expert in that, in like stunts and different martial arts and stuff. Yeah, now she she was impressive. I, I definitely liked her. But well, we should uh, we should probably close wrap this one up. So let's get into our social media here. Uh, so we are the Boogeyman's Closet on both Facebook and Instagram, and Maurice handles our Twitter, and which is at Boogeyman's the. Thank you very much. Uh, we also do have a Patreon. It's three dollars a month for all of our unedited episodes. Uh, the higher tiers will get you stuff in the mail and birthday episodes, stuff like that. Uh, and we are part of the Rad Pantheon Network. So if you like this podcast, check out RadPantheon.com and Rad Pantheon on all the socials where you can find other podcasts like this, along with a a insane group of artists and musicians and actors and all sorts of cool folks. So definitely check that out. Uh, Sam, thank you for joining us. It's been a long time coming. I've been talking about it for a long time now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. And I have Jerry's closet. It's a thrift store for all your nerdy needs. We're located in the East Aurora flea market on 28 across from the dollar general. And we're open Saturdays and Sundays from 4am to 4pm. And we're also part of the red Pantheon. I was going to say, definitely check that out because she has so many cool things. <laughs> like, yeah, and we I, have a ton of sales going on right now, too. You also got to be quick because Omay will get them first. 
Nerdy <laughs> needs dirt ball cheap. <laughs> yep. We got a song in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to clip that. That's going to have to be used. Right. <laughs> But uh, for anyone wanting to watch uh, our next movie before we cover it, episode 187 will be Wrong Turn. So this is one of those movies that kind of fits in with our theme from last month of early 2000s horror. But uh, yeah, this is this is one <laughs> that scares the hell out of my wife. So I'm looking forward to watching this again. Ooh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a teaser. Inbred hillbillies. It's specific- <laughs> this is one of Travis's favorites. We watch this one a lot. It's so fun. It, it's specifically the little weaselly dude that scares the hell out of Jess. <laughs> like, <laughs> that 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 little like sound that he makes. She's like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so, but anyway, all right, we're gonna wrap this one up here. So as always, this is Mike saying goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at the Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Hey,